listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast, where you'll hear great ideas, insight, and inspiration to level up your leadership ability. Hey, everybody. It's John Barrett once again on the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. It's so good to have you. And thanks for tuning in for another episode. We are going to talk today about how to develop confidence. We are going to have a great time today. Listen, I've been coaching people for over 20 years now that I've been working with individuals and teams and that. And, you know, one of the most requested requested topics that I, I come across in coaching sessions is, John, how do I get more confident? Right. I mean, there's this sense that I, I just I need more confidence, but I don't feel confident. Now, some of you that are listening to this, you may not struggle with confidence. Uh, it may come a little bit more natural to you. But as you listen to this today, I think you'll find that everybody struggles with confidence at some point. Because whenever you step out further than you ever have, it's going to take a whole new level of confidence. So confidence is something that we all need. We all have to have. In fact, confidence is essential for great leadership and ultimately success. I mean, you've got to have confidence. Listen, people are drawn to people of confidence. I mean, people trust people with confidence. They feel safe around people with confidence. And they listen to people of confidence. So confidence is a big deal, and if you think you got it, just wait till you step out a little bit further, and then you're going to feel like, whoa, this is bigger than I've ever done. This is you know further than I've ever gone. Do I really have what it takes? And if you do struggle with confidence all the time, this is going to help you a lot. This is going to be a really practical podcast today of how to kind of get this. Now, Let's define the definition here of of confidence, okay? Here's what the definition says. The feeling or belief that one can rely on someone or something. Firm trust, right? I mean, it's this feeling or belief that you can rely on something or someone. Or in, when it comes to self-confidence, it's, it's a trust that you can rely on yourself, that you're going to get through it. There's a firm trust that you've got this. You can do it. And I think a lot of people struggle with that. And, and, and it's almost like they run up into the, the edge of the cliff and, and then they stop and they don't jump. So whatever it is, whether it's in a meeting and you need confidence to be able to speak up, maybe it's one-on-one meeting with people and you need the ability to speak up and be confident about what you believe and your ideas, whether it's just confidence of knowing that you can do this, that you can make it and you're not struggling with fear and doubt and unbelief or whatever it may be. We all need confidence. Listen, confidence is essential to reaching your potential. It is absolutely essential to reaching your potential. Now, here's the good news. Confidence can be developed, right? A lot of people just think, well, confidence is just something that comes with maybe a certain personality or maybe some have it and some don't or whatever the case. Now, certainly there's some people that maybe just have a more of a disposition for confidence in that and maybe some people that don't, okay? But here's the deal. Confidence can be developed. It can it's not a fixed variable. I mean, this is something that that is, is very fluid. You can grow in your confidence, absolutely. And I'm going to help you do that today. Now, listen, confidence attracts confidence. That's the good news, right? So when you're confident, it will begin to attract people to be confident in you, right? Confidence attracts confidence. So when you're confident, and the more confident you are, you're going to attract confidence from other people. They're going to say, I believe in you. I trust in that. I'm going to get behind you. So again, confidence is a big deal. So why is it such a challenge, right? 
Let's talk about this. I mean, why is confidence so hard? Why is it so hard to get in that? And here's the reason. Most people, they suffer from imposter syndrome, right? You've heard this term probably. If not, let me introduce to you one of the most powerful limiters of confidence. That is imposter syndrome, and it limits your confidence and your ability. Listen, here's what imposter syndrome is defined as. It's as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud, right? I mean, you, you're doubting your ability and you feel like a fraud. And here's how it goes. If they really knew who I am, if they really knew how I feel about this, if they really knew that I really don't have any idea what I'm talking about, if they really knew uh, that I'm really not that good, oh my gosh, they're going to find me out, right? And we all deal with this thing, right? Here's some facts about imposter syndrome. We all feel it at some point. Again, the further you step out, you're going to feel like an imposter, like, ooh, I have no business being here. I am in way over my head. Wow, if people really knew that I'm not that good, that I can't do this, that I've not had that much experience, that that this is a little harder than, than, than it looks, right? If they really knew that, then I'd be found out, right? So again, doubting your abilities and feeling like a frog, a, a, a frog, a fraud, <laughs> Hey, don't feel like a frog, okay? Sometimes you feel like a fraud, all right? Uh, imposter syndrome. Listen, fact is, it will limit your future if you don't control imposter syndrome, all right? Now, listen, here's the deal about this. Some truths, all right? Some facts. You can't get around it. That's right. You can't get around imposter syndrome. Here's the deal. You have to go through it. What do I mean by that? Is that there's no shortcuts. There's no way that you can just avoid imposter syndrome. It's going to come, whether it's happened before or it happens again, it will happen at some point in your life. You can't get around it. You can't avoid it, but you have to go right through it head on. And that's where you've got to learn to develop confidence so that you can go right through this whole idea of this limiting belief. Now, here's some things about imposter syndrome that's really interesting. It disproportionately affects high-achieving people who find it difficult to accept their abilities. I mean, it, it, imposter syndrome actually attacks highly-achieving people, highly-effective people. It disproportionately affects them because you, 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 it's hard for you to accept your ability. I mean, a lot of times, high-achieving people, they're just, they're, they're rock stars. They can get a lot done. But here's the deal. Most of them actually suffer from imposter syndrome, right? It's the ones that are super egocentric and, and arrogant and all that that think they got it all figured out when they don't, right? And, and they're blindsided by it. Those people don't deal with imposter syndrome. Um, they, they just are disillusioned that they are not as good as they think they are, and everybody knows it. But imposter syndrome, it disproportionately affects high-achieving people because high-achieving people typically come with a level of humility and they come with a level of always wanting to push and drive themselves further. And so that drive always kind of makes them feel right on the edge of, wow, I'm a little bit in over my head. Wow, I'm really stepping out further than I've ever stepped out. So you've got to understand that that high-achieving people, you're going to deal with this. It's okay but you can't go around it. You got to go right through it. 
So how do we overcome imposter syndrome? How do we build greater confidence? How do we do this? Well, let me share with you a formula that I've developed after 20 years of helping people gain confidence and work on it, as well as just working on myself. I'm going to give you a formula, the confidence formula that I've come up with that I believe is going to be incredibly helpful. I'm going to give you the formula, and then we're going to break it down into its individual parts, so it's going to be really helpful for you on how do you develop confidence? How do you get this thing? How do you become who you need to be? Well, here's the formula. Are you ready for this, right? It is consistent effort over time multiplied by opportunity equals confidence. Let me say that again, right? If this was a formula, you would see this, okay? You would see CE over OT multiplied by O equals confidence. Here's what that means. Consistent effort over time multiplied by opportunity equals confidence. So let's break it down into its individual parts. Consistent effort is the first one. Listen, if you're going to build confidence, it starts with effort, right? You have to put yourself out there and simply try. If you're unwilling to take the first step, you can't take any after that. I mean, you can't keep going if you're not willing to take the first step. And sometimes the first step is the hardest but you have to have consistent effort. Listen, I see a lot of people who want confidence, but they're not willing to put forth the effort to develop it, right? They want to wake up one day with a full tank of confidence, right? Like, I mean, when am I going to get it, John? I mean, why don't I have it? It's so frustrating. And they're just kind of waiting for it to come. Listen, consistent effort. You've got to always put in the work on the front end. That means it's going to take practice. It's going to take some hard work. I love what Vince Lombardi used to say, the famous coach. He said, the only place where success comes before work is in the dictionary, right? That's the only place that success comes before work is in the dictionary. But in real life, it takes work to be a success. So listen, when you think about this in your own life, are you putting in consistent effort? Listen, confidence requires you to get comfortable with being uncomfortable, That means that you've got to push yourself. That means that you've got to step out there and put forth the effort. It's not going to come to you. You've got to go to it. So remember, all growth takes place outside the comfort zone. Listen, if you only do the things you're comfortable doing, you'll never grow your confidence. It's in the tension of pushing ourselves that we grow into our potential. And the more consistent effort that we put in, the more confidence we're going to get out of it. All right. So listen, you got to wake up every day and say, listen, today is an opportunity. Today is a day that I've got to put in consistent effort over time multiplied by opportunity. I love what Stephen King, the famous author, said this. He said, amateurs sit and wait for inspiration. The rest of us just get up and go to work. Right. I love that. Amateurs, they're the ones that are sitting around waiting for inspiration, waiting for confidence to hit them one day, and then they're going to do something. No, the rest of us just get up and go to work, right? We step out and we get going, okay? So consistent effort. Now, listen to this. Over time, that's the second part of this formula. Over time. So you got to put in consistent effort, but you've also got to understand that over time it's developed. Listen, no one starts out completely confident. In fact, you start out with fear and trembling, and then you slowly move into slightly comfortable, and then you begin to move into confidence, right? 
So you don't wake up one day with this full tank, as I mentioned. You grow into it with effort over time, over time. Listen, you've got to be patient with the the effort that you're putting in and let time do its work, right? Confidence requires some time. I mean, it's kind of like putting something into the oven, right? You can't just turn the heat up to, you know, if you're trying to bake a cake and it says, okay, put it on 350 for, you know, 25 minutes or something. You don't say, oh, you know what? I'm going to take a shortcut here. I'm going to put in, um, you know, 500 degrees on broil and I'm just going to stick it in for five minutes. No, you're going to burn the top and nothing's going to get done, Right? You've got to let time do its work. And that's the hard thing about confidence is we've got to have patience, right? I mean, I I love this uh, statement I heard years ago. It said, you can easily be an overnight success after 20 years of hard work, right? I mean, you can easily be an overnight success after 20 years of hard work. Now, I'm not saying it's going to take you 20 years to develop confidence, but I love that statement of the whole idea that we've got to understand success takes time. Confidence takes time time. Let me give you a a acronym for time, T-I-M-E, okay? Listen to this. This is good. Tempering impatience, maintaining effort, right? Time, T-I-M-E, tempering impatience, maintaining effort. That's what we've got to think about when it comes to time. We've got to temper our impatience of, I just want it. I want it now. Come on, come on, get the cake in the oven and go. Come on, turn up the heat. No, no, no. We've got to temper our impatience and maintain effort, All right, that's what we've got to think of time as, right? So remember, you have got to keep going, keep going. I love what uh, Ralph Marston said this, success requires both urgency and patience. Be urgent about making the effort and patient about seeing the results. Ooh, I like that. Be urgent about making the effort and patient about seeing the results. Listen, there's an old statement that says, you can't keep digging up the roots to see if the flower's growing, right? I mean, think about how many people are, are you know, you're trying to grow a, a flower, so to speak. You're trying to grow confidence. And it's like, okay, um, uh, let, me, let me just kind of dig it up and look at the root. Uh, roots, are you getting deeper? Right? And no, every time you do that, you're kind of starting over, right, with the process. So you've got to understand that you can't keep digging up the roots to see if the flower is growing. You can't kind of get impatient with this. You've got to play the long game of success. Listen, there's no short game to ultimate success. There isn't. As much as we love there to be, there's not a shortcut to success. It's the long game over time. So I want to ask you today, are you hanging in there, right? Don't think. A lot of times, you know, people say, yeah, I'm trying to do it, but I just, it's not like I I feel more confident today, right? I mean, imagine if you went to go do a workout or something, right? You don't just kind of work out for a day or two or a few different times and then say, well, I don't understand. Why are my muscles not bulging and ripping out? And, you know, why am I not more healthy and in shape and all that kind of stuff? No, it takes time to see the result. But just because you don't see the result doesn't mean that something isn't happening. So I hear a lot of people say, John, I'm trying to step out. I'm trying to do these things. I'm putting in the effort, but I don't feel any different. And and what's going on? Is something wrong? Am I doing it wrong? And I think, no, just hang with it. Listen, it's going to take time. And you're not going to necessarily feel it. But over time, you're going to develop it. All right? I love what Robert Ringer, he said this. He said, remember... Life is nothing more than the sum total of many successful years. A successful year is nothing more than the sum total of many successful months. 
A successful month is nothing more than the sum total of many successful weeks. And a successful week is nothing more than the sum total of many successful days. That's why practicing successful habits day in and day out is the most certain way to win over the long term. I love that, right? I mean, think about it. It's really about every day showing up and putting in the time, putting in the consistent effort and letting time bake this confidence within us. And remember, when you keep at it day by day, situation by situation, and and you're allowing time to do its work, then you're going to begin to find that the weeks and the months and the years, your confidence begins to grow. And you begin to step into that, that ability to be confident in the situation. So here we go. Remember the confidence formula, consistent effort over time multiplied by opportunity. Now let's talk about this word, this word opportunity, right? I love the word opportunity. It comes from the Latin word ob portu, ob portu. Now, in the times before modern harbors, a, a sailor had to wait for the flood tide uh, to come in before they could put their ship into the port. So the phrase ob portu referred to that moment in time when the tide would turn and there would be high rise. And the captain and the crew would wait for that moment, knowing that if they missed it, they would have to wait for another tide to come in. And this is where we get the word opportunity in the English, right? It derives from that Latin word, portu, when the tide would rise and you could get your ship into the harbor. But if you miss that moment, then you have to wait all the way for the next time to get uh, the ship into the harbor. So what do I mean by that? Multiplied by opportunity. Here's the deal. You have got to say yes to opportunity when it comes your way. When things come your way to develop confidence for you to step out further, for you to do something out of your comfort zone and push yourself and challenge yourself, you've got to say yes to those things. I think a lot of times we're not building confidence because we're not pushing ourselves to say yes to opportunities that are out there, right? And listen, the more opportunity you say yes to, the more chances you have to build your confidence. Listen, avoiding opportunities to challenge yourself, it's only going to delay your confidence growth, right? I mean, every time you turn down an opportunity to work your confidence muscle, you're going to weaken it, right? If you don't use your confidence muscle, it's going to get atrophy and it's going to get weaker. So confidence is not something that you can just kind of put on the back burner and say, you know, every now and then I'll do it. No, no, no. Every time you say no to an opportunity that could grow your muscle, you're actually weakening it, right? I mean, you're, you're letting it sit in atrophy and it's not doing anything. It's actually breaking down. So listen, don't wait for an opportunity to come your way. You got to go after it. If you want to expedite your confidence ability and really get on the track of growing, you've got to seek out things that are going to push you to do something you've never done. So listen, don't be afraid to speak up in a meeting. Even if you fumble through it, you need to get through the fumbling process to get more confident. You've got to get through it. you got to put in the work now. Nobody starts great. In fact, very few people even start good. You usually start bad at everything, right? You're not good. But as you, as you kind of get through the bad, you get to average. And as you kind of get through average, you might get to be a little bit good, And as you keep traveling through good, you get to great, but you don't start there. In fact, most things start bad. So don't be afraid to make that presentation. Even if you're terrified of speaking in front of others and and, and that, you need to face your fears head on and overcome them. 
right? Don't be afraid to take on that project, even if you think you're not ready. I mean, you need to get the experience to grow confident. You get the point, right? You've got to say yes to opportunity. Now, I'm not saying say yes to everything and burn yourself out and overwhelm yourself, but if you want to gain confidence, then you have to be willing to say yes to opportunities that are going to help you develop it, all right? So listen, why don't we pursue opportunity? I mean, what's really the thing that holds us back the most? And if we're real honest, and if we boiled it all down, we could probably boil, boil it down to a word called fear. That's what keeps us from moving forward. In fact, fear is the greatest enemy of confidence, right? I mean, fear, you know, and, and fear comes from the Latin word fear, which means a sudden ambush or attack, right? And, and think about that. Isn't that what fear does? I mean, fear just kind of grips up on us real quick, right? We're in that meeting and we think, oh, oh, I need to say something. And then we, we get ambushed, right? We get attacked by fear. Oh, what if it's wrong? What, what, what if you say something and your reputation goes on the line? Oh, what if, you know, people think you're trying to be over, overpowering and overtake and overspeak? And what if you say the wrong thing? I mean, there's a thousand things that come up, right? I mean, and, and it happens. When we think about stepping out to take on a project and all of a sudden fear comes over us. Oh my gosh, how am I going to do that? I don't have time for that. I don't have the capacity to do that. I'm not the one to do that. I'm not good at that. Oh my goodness. Or when somebody calls upon us, hey, can you do this? Hey, can you get this done? And we think, oh no, fear, right? It just swells up. It's like a sudden ambush or attack. Bam, and it's honest. Listen, fear is the greatest enemy of confidence. So you, we got to overcome fear. Years ago, um, my youngest daughter at the time, she was real small. I think she was maybe around five or six years old or so. And um, <clears throat> we went to this water park. Uh, we stayed at a hotel, had a real nice water park, and uh, we were having fun on it. And our, my oldest daughter at the time, she was a little bit older, uh, we were going down the, the big slide, as we called it, right? And we were going down the big slide, and we were having fun and all that. And, and my youngest daughter, Allie, she kept watching us and, and you know, just kind of like, wow. So I went over to her. I said, Allie, do you want to go down the, the big slide? And she said, no, no way. No, 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 no. I said, oh, oh, are you sure? Yeah, no, 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 no. Okay, so me and my oldest daughter, we kept going down. Well, finally, I kept asking Allie, Allie, do you want to go down? Oh, no, 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 no. I said, Allie, come on, let, let's just go down. So she said, okay. And so... I, I took her, and, and she finally kind of got a little bit of confidence. So I took her by the hand, and we're walking up, you know, the big flight of stairs, right? You got to climb that big old thing of stairs before you can go down the slide. So we're going up, and the higher and higher we go, she kept looking over the railing, and her eyes were huge. She was so scared. And we're going up there, and, and I'm like, Allie, Allie, can you do this? And she's like, I don't think so. And I'm like, you can do it, baby. You can do it. You got this. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be awesome. Right. And so we get up there and, and, and we're getting ready to go down. And I'm like, all right, are you ready? And she's like, oh, I don't know. And she's terrified. I'm thinking, I don't even know if I should do this. I don't know if I'm a good dad right now. Right. But I'm thinking we got to push her. So anyway, we get up there and, and, and we finally um, I have to go first. Right. Because you can't go at the same time on this. And I'm thinking, oh, no, that's even worse. Right. She's like terrified at this point. I'm thinking this is going to be bad news. Right. And so I have to go down first. So I go down the slide and I get to the end and I'm, I'm waiting there for her. And, you know, I look up at her. I'm, I'm OK. And the lifeguard gives her the thumbs up and somebody's up there helping her. And, you know, I'm thinking I don't even know what the conversation is going on up there right at this point but somehow he got her in and she goes down and she's screaming all the way down ah! and I'm thinking oh my gosh I don't know what's gonna happen she gets at the end of the slide she comes up uh, out of the water and I'm thinking oh no I went to go grab her and pick her up and 
And before I could even grab her and pick her up, she comes jumping out of the water with her hands out high, screaming with joy and excitement. She goes, what have I been missing? This is awesome. And I'm like, yes, right? I was like, oh, man, I was scared to death. I was like, I don't know if she's going to be crying. I don't have to take her back to mom. And, you know, we're going to have to leave the water park or what. But she came out super excited. Now, here's the cool part of the story. As we're going, I said, Allie, do you want to do it again? She goes, yes, what have I been missing? This is amazing. And I'm like, oh, sweet. She's overcome her fear. She's got it. And I grab her and we start going back up the, the you know, the, the, the big uh, walkway. And we're climbing the tower to get to the top. And so I'm thinking this is a teachable moment for dad, right? And so I said, Allie, I said, wow, you did it. You overcame your fear. You're not scared anymore, are you? You're so tough and brave. And she looked at me and she goes, dad, no, I'm scared out of my mind but I'm doing it anyway. And I was like, yes, right? What what a lesson, right? I walked away from that and I thought, wow, how cool is that? I mean, here I am thinking, oh, you've overcome your fear and you're so brave, you don't have any fear, right? And she's like, no, I'm scared out of my mind, but I'm going down anyway. And the lesson I learned that day, I call it the water park of fear, is that, you know what, isn't that like it is in life? I mean, if we're waiting one day just to overcome our fear and, and you know, bravery means the absence of fear, no. Bravery doesn't mean the absence of fear. Courage is not the absence of fear. It's moving ahead in spite of your fear. It's saying, no, I'm scared out of my mind. I'm in way over my head. No, I'm stepping out further than I've ever stepped, but I'm going anyway, right? What have I been missing? And, and I just learned so much from that experience. And, and I thought, you know, that's how I want to be. You know, I, I want to be the kind of person that's willing to step out and just go and build confidence, right? Listen, when you step out with opportunity and you just go, you don't let fear hold you back. Listen, I'm telling you, you're going to develop greater confidence. Now, Allie, my youngest daughter, it's, again, she didn't overcome all of her fear. But she developed a confidence where her confidence was greater than her fear. And so she was willing to go down the slide and have an awesome time doing it. Right. And I want to encourage you today. There may be things in your life where you think, oh, my, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I'm confident. I don't know how if I have what it takes. I'm scared out of my mind. I'm in way over my head. I'm going to encourage you. Step out. Go. Just go. Right. Embrace it. Don't fear failure and, oh, my gosh, what if I don't make it? What if I, what if I don't you know, do well? What if my reputation's on the line? Listen, don't let fear of failure hold you back from saying yes to opportunities. You just learn from them. Listen, failure is one of the greatest teachers anyway. It's a much better teacher than success. So if you really want to get good, then learn how to fail. I mean, learn how to step out and be willing to, to fail and have the courage to say, you know what, I'm going to learn from it. I'm going to get better as a result. All right. So listen, the confidence formula, all right, consistent effort over time, multiplied by opportunity, saying yes, overcoming fear by just simply stepping out in spite of it. You are going to gain confidence. That formula equals confidence. The overflow of consistent effort over time, multiplied by opportunity is confidence. You get it right? You begin to develop a greater level of confidence. Now, let me help you a little bit because let me give you the no confidence formula, right? Let, let me kind of reverse this formula because if you don't get these things right and you do the opposite, it's going to produce a, a lack of confidence. No confidence is what I call it, the no confidence formula. Here's what the no confidence, uh, for, for no confidence formula says. 
consistent apathy over time multiplied by avoiding opportunity equals no confidence. Did you get that? Let me say it again, right? Consistent apathy over time multiplied by avoiding opportunity equals no confidence. Listen, if you don't want to develop confidence and you don't want to go further and faster and all that you want to do, then just be apathetic consistently over time. Let it do its work and then just avoid opportunity. Just kind of fly under the radar. Say no. Just kind of duck out. Just kind of don't speak up. Don't take on that project. Don't push yourself out of your comfort zone. Listen, if you do that, I can promise you, you are going to have no confidence. In fact, you're going to have the opposite of no confidence, right? And you're going to start having even more fear. And that fear is going to overtake you. And it's going to limit your effectiveness as a leader, as an individual, is being successful. It's going to limit you. So I hope this is helpful to you guys today. Listen, I want you to develop confidence and you're going to need it. You may think, John, I've got confidence down. I don't really struggle with that. Listen, all it takes is for you to step out a little bit further. And I promise you, you're going to feel it a little bit. May not be as strong as others, but you're going to feel it a little bit. Every, you know, I heard a statement years ago that said, for every new level, there's a new devil, right? For every new level you go to, there's a new devil that's kind of waiting for you that you've got to overcome. And so I want to challenge you. Listen, if you'll start living out this confidence formula, right? And if you'll start saying, listen, consistent effort over time, multiplied by opportunity, it will breed confidence. It will help me grow. And if I can overcome the imposter syndrome by not trying to go around it, but just simply going through it, right? And understanding that I'm a high achiever, which means I'm probably going to struggle with some of these things at some point. When you just keep going, I'm telling you, you're going to get confident. And when you get confident, people are going to trust you. People are going to feel safe around you. People are going to listen to you. They're going to be influenced by you. And they're going to listen to the ideas being impacted by you. So listen, confidence is huge. I hope this is helpful, everybody. And I hope you develop confidence. If you've got more questions, reach out to me. If you want help one-on-one, developing confidence, reach out and we'll get something set up. Guys, I hope this added value to you. We'll see you next month on the podcast where we're going to help level you up so you don't level out in your impact and influence. Thanks for listening to the John Barrett Leadership Podcast. To get more of John's resources, visit www.johnbarrettleadership.com.